0: Welcome to the edge of the rabbit hole rabbit pellet this Monday every Monday coming to you with a little something extra down the rabbit hole A little quick 15 to 20 minutes from Vanessa and I uh covering a variety of different paranormal and supernatural topics I'm author and ghost story Mike Ricksecker with me as always is my co-hostess Vanessa Hogel. and Vanessa um uh, This is going to be an interesting topic since we just covered haunted dolls on the Haunted Road Media YouTube channel on my own uh, personal uh, podcast I talked about specifically Robert the doll and so we're going to be talking about haunted objects and uh, attachments of spirit to objects and I know you have some uh, definite opinions about this so uh, what do you think?
1: Well, I think it's absolutely possible. Um, I've done many readings on personal objects that people have had that they brought to me. They haven't given me any information on them, and I've been able to tell them about the person who wore it, how they died, what their feelings were, how close they were with that person, um, different illnesses they might have had. Different things like that. And whereas it might be somewhat different than a doll, to me, it's, you know, it it holds just as much weight because it shows a really personal attachment or impression that a person can make on what we would consider an inanimate object.
0: Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's
1: something they make movies about, but people don't believe it. But it's true. It happens.
0: Oh, yeah. They, there's a whole rash of movies out there like, uh, you know, Annabelle's the big one right now. That's that's coming out this coming week. Uh, Vanessa, by the way, is at a family reunion in Florida. If, um, <laughs> if her end sounds a little scratchy, that's why, just to uh, give you a heads up, but... Yeah, there's a lot of different uh, movies about this now, about uh, attachments to different objects, spirit coming along uh, with those particular objects to create a haunting within a home. So it's definitely big within pop culture. Um, let me throw something at you because this was a, uh, a an idea that I've had. This, this was my idea for, for Robert the doll and the haunting that actually happened with him because I don't necessarily believe that it was... A random spirit that was attached to the object, but I do believe um, Gene Otto, who had had the doll as a child, is now attached to it. But I believe when he was a kid that a lot of the activity that people were thinking was Robert was, you know, we hear about, um, you know, PK activity, telekinesis, and that manifesting itself throughout the home, throughout, you know, in it's surrounding one particular person. But I think with him in particular, it was it was just Gene funneled straight into the doll rather than all over. And so it ended up seeming like a spirit was attached to the doll.
1: Yeah, no, I, I absolutely agree that that could be the case. I mean, so much of this just depends on you know the person that is trying to attach it depends on you know it depends on their intent it depends on the environment you know there there are so many factors that can be laced into it that it it doesn't just have to be hey this is a haunted item because you know i believe that items can be haunted by multiple people depending on who holds them how so Well, I mean, it's, it's interesting when you, especially when you talk about family heirlooms, you can, it can be passed from one person to another person, to another person. And depending on who is in possession of it, it very well may dictate who they feel or who they're able to communicate when they hold on to it. You know, we have that, uh, we pass down things in our family like crazy. I have my, uh, I have my pawpaw's chair, which, it's his rocking chair, which it went to it. – it was his, and it went to uncle's, and it went to my mom. Now it's to me, you know, and each different person gets a different impression from it or a different feeling from it. Um, there are multiple things in my family that that deal with that type of stuff because of how far back it goes. You have to look at it this way. My Pawpaw was born in 1894. His, okay. His, his stuff – has went to different people well before it got to me, and most of those people are deceased.
0: Well, let me throw out this for an idea: with some of these objects that you know seemingly have some sort of attachment, that there's seemingly some sort of negative activity going on with it. Given this idea that perhaps multiple spirits are uh, are sort of attached or at least claiming ownership to that object do you think that it might be almost like what happens with the living in that you know siblings are fighting over an object that had belonged to a parent and they're continuing this on in the afterlife so perhaps all of this negative activity that's associated with an object is because in the afterlife you know these two brothers or these couple of sisters or whatever it is are actually fighting over this object and it's manifesting itself wherever it is now as something negative.
1: I think that's totally possible. I think it's totally possible. Um, And the funny thing is, is let's say that said object winds up in an estate sale (laughs) or a garage sale or, or, you know, a thrift store somewhere they, The person who purchases that has no idea of the family history that's attached to it. They just know that they feel a certain way when they get it or that certain things start to happen. That having been said, that does not mean that whatever attachments are attached to that particular object are aware of the person who now possesses it. Hmm. Their struggle could just be between them only the person who now has ownership picks it up, but neither one knows the story.
0: Right, you know and I, I yeah, I no, I totally get that, and I would say that when you're going to purchase antiques, you have to take that into consideration that there may be some sort of attachment coming along with this. I will say this that um, one of the strongest um, areas that I entered into here in recent years that and I didn't really realize what it was that I was walking into Um, on the opposite end of the corner of the block from Mineral Springs uh, Hotel in Alton uh, is I should say was uh, Steve's Antiques and I didn't know at the time but we were down in the bowels of Mineral Springs and there is this iron door on the uh, the way far back side of the pool area. And I was getting a really weird vibe off of it. Um, I didn't know I actually wasn't supposed to enter in through the door. They now I have a lock on it, maybe because of our video that we put out there. Um, but, you know, I just kind of quickly opened it a little bit to kind of get an idea of what's beyond. And it was like somebody yanked the door back shut. Um, I wow. brought I brought Shauna over because she was still in the pool area. She can't—this exact same thing happened to her. I ended up, like, very slowly going in there. We thought for sure somebody was in that room. We had no idea what was beyond the door. Um, as I slowly opened, slowly opened, Shauna refused to go in there at all because of just this wave of energy that was coming out of it. I ventured in, and there were antiques all over the place oh. in this room— and the energy was just so freaking heavy. So apparently we were in the basement of Steve's Antiques is, is what had happened. And oh, wow. I just, it it was insane the energy that was down there. I mean, it was, you know, usually I get like tingling on the arms, maybe some cobwebby on the face, something like that. It was like, you know, some sort of... Um, you know just massive alarm going off in my body it was like hair was raised up all over uh absolutely insane and so i was in there for a few minutes got an idea of of kind of what was going on that there was just a massive amount of spiritual energy and attachments to these objects and then i was out
1: well and i mean think about that there's there's no way it could be the same attachment to all of the objects, so no, it
0: would have been multiple for, attachments for to
1: multiple, yeah, multiple attachments to multiple, multiple objects. Now, imagine if you're a collector and you go antiquing all the time and you purchase what you're drawn to based on the energy, just because you're drawn to it doesn't mean that the energy that is on that particular object. Matches the energy <laughs> of other items right. that you have, you know, and then people wonder why they're, you know, they have all this craziness happening in their home. Well, I mean, it, it's not a whole lot different than than walking into a restaurant full of a bunch of different people, and you don't, and you don't vibe with all of them, or they don't vibe with each other.
0: Well, what about this? Like, you have a let's say you have a pet, right? You ha- you have a yeah. cat, and you introduce. Another cat in, into the home for whatever reason, maybe you picked up a stray or something. you know you're now going to have a different dynamic between those two cats. It's kind of the same you know with the objects, I believe. If you have you know one antique object in there that has its attachment with a specific spirit and you bring in another that just happens to have another attachment. Now you have these two different spirits within your home that probably see each other and now are they've basically been forced to interact with each other. They didn't ask Absolutely. for it.
1: Absolutely, and for for the for the listeners out there wondering how you could have an attachment on to certain things, I'm going to give the best example I have. Um, I had a relationship years and years and years ago with somebody whose uh, grandmother had passed away. During the funeral, one of the aunts that did not come to the funeral to be a part of it walked in during it. Straight down the aisleway to the casket, reached in, pulled the wedding ring off of the grandmother's finger, and walked out.
0: Wow. Ouch.
1: Out of the casket.
0: Wow, that's insane.
1: Yes. So you're talking about a ring that had been on this woman's hand for 60 some odd years. Yep. <laughs> okay then not only do you have that attachment but then you have the energy which because attachment doesn't have to be just a a deceased person it can be a living person's energy you know then you have the energy placed onto this item through greed by this particular person and then whomever gets it afterwards think of that it's like that those battling attachments that you talked about um when you talk about jewelry, especially especially wedding rings, pocket watches, pocket watches are a huge one. Um, but you know, wedding rings, pocket watches, canes are canes a canes
0: interesting. One. Okay. Yes,
1: canes are a very big one. Um,
0: I'll give a real quick example. Uh-huh. Um, one that happened to a friend of mine that I worked with. Um, I don't know, probably good twelve years ago at least now, and when her father passed away. He was like a big ham radio operator. Loved to be down in the basement playing oh, around with his ham yeah. radio. And when he passed away, uh, she and her sister were cleaning out the house, and that radio would just flip on and start turning through the different channels, trying to tune into you know different frequencies. And... You know, they ended up, they knew it was their father and they would end up saying, Dad, stop playing with the radio. They'd go down there and turn it off and a little while later, turn back on and, you know, the same thing. So, you know, just a very simple thing, something that he just loved, um, you know, as a hobby that his spirit is now attached to that thing.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. And it's, it was funny. I can't remember for the life of me, I can't remember who we had on that we were talking to about this. But, you know, I talked for years about, the souls being split, how you can split, you know, and, and you can have energy, you know, part of your soul energy, you know, in, in one realm and part of it in another mm-hmm. and part of it attached to something else. I think it was the, the women angels oasis. Okay. Sure. Yes. Uh, and cause remember when they said it, I'm like, yes, I've been saying it for years. Right. Um, and I, I believe that. And I kind of believe that that's what happens in many of these cases when we have something that is so unbelievably important to us for whatever reason. It doesn't have to be something everybody would find important, but we do. Right. I believe we leave part of our soul imprint on there, you know, or part of our soul attached to it, you know, and, and that, that is what happens. And it it can be a wonderful thing or it can be a sad thing. It just depends on the person, you know, and you can have people that, are never affected by this, that are, that never have any issue with it, that never have any problems with it. Um, and it's not, you know, anything wrong with them. They're just maybe not as open, but when you have someone who's open and you put those items in their possession, all hell tends to break loose.
0: Yep. It really, really can.
1: Yeah. And I think that's where we get a lot of these stories from.
0: Yep and uh i know that we've had a lot of those stories on our show before we're going to continue getting those mm-hmm. on edge of the rabbit hole so for those of you that are just tuning into the podcast you can tune into our full edge of the rabbit hole episodes on youtube that's youtube.com every tuesday night at 9:30 p.m eastern 8:30 p.m central we go live with a plethora of fantastic guests <laughs> And um, you can, of course, uh, check out our archives there of all of our past shows. And we also have, of course, on the uh, podcast our, our past shows as well if you're just driving in the car or want to tune in and listen. So um, subscribe to us at uh, youtube.com slash honorroadmedia and follow us on whichever podcast platform you are currently listening to now on iHeartRadio as well as very many others. So thank you very much, my friend.
1: You are very welcome. This was fun.
0: Oh, it yeah. always is.
1: Yeah, it's great to be doing this from the sunny beaches of Florida. <laughs> but I will be back in Oklahoma tomorrow. Oh, yeah. joy.
0: Yeah. Enjoy your family reunion. <laughs> you take care.
1: All right, honey. I'll talk to you later, okay? Good night. Bye bye.